Okay, this is how I imagine the arc of this podcast going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Intro. <glad> here. Planner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost took notes. It's terrible. <laughs> So, intro. I almost texted you. I was like, "This is what I think this." She's planning this out too. By the way, this is she's taking over. No, I love it. Anyway, so I think that we should do like intros. Obviously, you've been on the podcast. People probably know who you are. Talk about how we know each other. Went to design school, whatever. And we took this in honor of St. Patrick's Day. We're here to talk about Ireland. Well, we went to study abroad trip when we were in college. Then we can talk about that for a little while. Interchange some mistakes. Talk about my biggest mistake, which is almost getting left in Ireland Mm -hmm. because of alcohol. That was a big one. Then talk about all the positive things we're looking forward to. Maybe reiterate some of this magical stuff. Yeah. And then end on some like lighthearted things. All right. Great. Can you just be at at every single one of these from now on? I think that's the intro there. Like, you just did the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is how it's going to go. This is a mistake. So my name's Kyle. (laughs) That was Bethany. (laughs) No, that was me. I laughed. (laughs) Yep, this is Bethany. I plan too much, apparently. No, you plan just enough. You keep us all straight. I know. Somebody has to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't say people describe me as the funnest person in the world, <laughs> but they would trust me. I would. That's right. But oh. I know, I know. You know a different side of Bethany yeah. before I <laughs> was overcome by anxiety and uh, stress. I mean, same, same. <laughs> That's why you're fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're the same version of fun. It's yep. funny because like there's, I have so many memories with Kyle that I don't have with anyone else, including Jeff Ireland being one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, Most that, of no, why don't you just go ahead and like, okay, so how do you guys know each other? Go ahead. And- so me and Kyle met seven years ago, eight years ago. I don't know the year. I just know we met in intro class. Yeah, we met eight years ago. Um, so 2011 was when we started intro because we were in the same design program at Auburn. Um, we didn't know each other before that, but in the intro class, I remember you were into music and I thought that was cool. And so we started hanging out because I was like, this guy. Were you not like- in Adventure of the Great by that time? No. Mm-mm. Were you singing at all? I don't know. I don't I think don't so. Think you were. I was doing like ukulele you- stuff and like <laughs> doing open mic nights. I just remember like that class you almost had to like, you had to hang out with people in that class because we were stuck in the classroom literally for hours days yeah <laughs> you just didn't leave the intro class was essentially like they would teach you like some fundamental basics and then they'd be like okay now here's a project where you gotta do this and the whole point of this class was you had to be in the top 20 top um 15? no it it was uh based on how well you did in the class like you had to have a certain percentage it was like a pass fail class yeah and there were two classes to it so there was two like grades that you got essentially. Yeah, there was like an intro class, intro to graphic design, and then Type. typography. Yeah. And we were in a cohort. There's 15 of us. Um, and you had all those classes together. So you're with these people for m- most of the day, every single day. Yeah. It's kind of weird too, because like I'm still really good friends with pretty much, if it's not that group, the group we graduated with, which was. I didn't graduate with you. 50% the same. Oh, that's right. You didn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I didn't get in the first time. Yeah. Which, you know, for us to have been in the same cohort in design, we we're also, what, three years apart yeah. in age? Well, yeah. <laughs> I so. Got an interesting start. <laughs> I mean, I did too. But I started marine biology and then, yeah, I got to um, genetics too. And I said, no, thank you. Yeah. I started pre-med and I got to like an intro to medical class. And found out that I'm very squeamish. And was like, oh, <laughs> this is not going to work out for me. <laughs> so I switched. And so that's how we met. It was in an intro class. And then after that, the next year, we ended up doing some music stuff and 
we just got along really well. So wait, so when did we went to Ireland that spring though? Didn't no, we? it was a year later. The year after, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, a year after we met, there was this option for our cohort that you could sign up for a class to do a study abroad trip to Ireland, and you got a whole class credit, but it was only like two weeks of stuff you had That's to so do. Crazy. Yeah, it was insane. So we're like, oh, yeah, free class credit. Great. It pretty this much is, was. Yeah, this is an elective. Awesome. I think I get the to school go to just Ireland. got a great hookup with another school over there and then made like a, a friendship, I guess. Yeah. Um, we didn't have to do work while we were there. All we had to do was take pictures. Yeah, the so work came after. We signed up for this class. And how many people went? From design, probably 20. 20? Yeah. But it's like, wasn't people just in your cohort? Yeah, Anyone in the design program could have gone. We just happened to be in the same did. cohort. Yeah, it was a lot of people we, we were not friends bunch. with. We did not know yeah. or anything. And so that was one thing. We showed up to this trip not really liking anyone we had gone with. But graphic design met up with the industrial design kids that were there. And did you know any of them? No. Mm-mm. No, but they were all partying but really I knew, hard. Yes, I did know that they had that reputation. I lived with an industrial designer, so I'd I'd seen I'd been to industrial design parties, and they were on another level. Yeah, so we <laughs> showed up, and there was just drunk kids everywhere, and yeah. they were all like nineteen. Yeah, I was probably twenty-two, so everyone was younger than me, and they were all way more hammered than I was all the time. And so me and Kyle were like, okay, these people seem cool enough to hang out with yeah so we ditched everyone we <laughs> <Yeah>. went with <laughs> like let's hang out with these drunk 18 year olds this seems like a good idea you know it was a fun time but i didn't talk to any of them after i got back from ireland mm. when we were there we were you. best friends <laughs> yeah well they stayed that was one thing is that we all had to, the graphic designers all had to come back together so we're all just like mm. Yeah, we were only the there industrial for two design weeks. kids got to stay for like three more weeks. They went Jeez. to Milan. Yeah, they their trip was incredible, but they were gone for a whole semester. Yeah, so yeah, that was that spring, and then you know started our love for Ireland. I yeah. guess. Yeah, and so they always planned it around St. Patrick's Day and spring break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so was, they're going to be there sense. this time too. Right. So <laughs> we're going back to Ireland. Here we are, seven years later. Around um, St. Patrick's Day. For St. Patrick's Day. Around St. Pa- yeah. For St. Yeah, Patrick's Day. I mean, Day. that's what it... When you... So she said something. We have like a design alumni thing uh, on Facebook. And yeah, Bethany posted like, damn, like these flights are cheap and it's during St. Patrick's Day. That's insane. I think I was the only one that commented. I was like, yes, <laughs> let's go. Yep. And then what? Maybe three months ago? It was like four months ago. Yeah. So like... Beginning of December was when I bought the tickets for yeah. this trip we're about to go on. She told me I had asked what I think to get Jeff. No, you no, asked me Berkeley. what to get Jeff. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my husband Jeff, um, his birthday's in December and I'm a terrible gift giver. I don't know what to get people and <laughs> Jeff's not the best at receiving gifts because me and him are both very, very picky. So if we didn't pick out exactly what we're going to receive, it's probably wrong and we most likely don't really want it. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have just bought it for ourselves, mm-hmm. which we've both done on multiple occasions. Um, so it was his birthday and I was just like, man, I'm so bad at, at giving gifts. I was going to get him this like watch box and... I was trying to surprise him and I was like, I have no idea if he's going to like this or not. And so I texted a picture to Kyle. It's like, Hey, what do you think about this? And he was like, oh, I think you would like that. I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. Well, he I would have liked it too. It was a cool. No, he wouldn't have. I showed him the picture. <laughs> really? I'm so glad I didn't get it. I liked it. <laughs> um, but like, once again, he probably would have picked out a different one that he liked better and you know, whatever. So I couldn't get him that. And I was at the mall wandering like a couple of weeks before his birthday, just like, I got to get him something. I have no idea what the hell to get him. And I get a notification on my phone. Like, Hey, these tickets to Europe are on sale for like between four and $600. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, that is such a good deal. Um, the last time me and Jeff went to Ireland, we paid like $400 round trip for tickets. And, you know, learning that you can travel cheaply is one of the best things I've learned as an yeah. adult. Um, so within an hour I had bought two round trip tickets to Ireland and 
you know, you, it's a rare day to catch me spending money on like things I need, but in an hour of finding out there's flights for sale, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on plane tickets. Um, so I bought these flights and then I texted Kyle because I'd shown him that watch box and was like, Hey, I didn't get him the watch box. I got him tickets to Ireland. I think I asked. I think I said, what did you get him? And you were just like, well, tickets to Ireland. Yeah. And then just like very casually was like, Hey, if you want to come. You should come. It wasn't casual to me. I read it like in all caps. And then <laughs> hundred exclamation points. I was like, I'm in. All he needed was a casual ask. Yeah. And then like three hours later, you texted me and you're like, okay, me and Ariel are in. I was like, okay, cool. Ariel's coming. Yeah. Great. So Ariel's my good friend from Auburn that I lived with. That's how I met her. Is I moved in with her and then we just actually didn't hate each other when we were roommates. Whoa, it was weird. crazy. So yeah, that's how we ended up going back together. The first time though was just school it was like the most amazing way to experience freedom in my opinion though honestly because studying abroad is the only time in your life that you're going to be in another country with zero responsibilities someone is in charge of you and if you get hurt they were supposed to be watching you you know i mean like to a certain extent you're you're a quote-unquote adult but you know, it's the only time I think in my whole life that I'll ever have so little care for my uh, personal well-being. As somebody with anxiety as an adult, studying abroad where you were just being like herded around, mm-hmm. like, here, you should probably look at this. And here, come look at this other thing. And like, okay, now we're going to drive and go to a new city. Just jump on this bus and ride, you know? Yeah. That's a totally, yeah, yeah, it's a totally different experience. Whereas like now as an adult, you're the one that has to make sure you have your bus ticket. You're the one that has to make sure that you're going to get to the airport and have all your hotels. You are an extreme planner. It's true. I'm too type A. You, (laughs) I'm just thinking you and Jeff, like you are that person who makes sure that everything happens for Jeff. And he just has a grand old time yes, because so he gets hurted. I, I need to everywhere. find another me, honestly, <laughs> to plan my next vacation. Yeah. Next time we go on a trip together, I want to help out a lot more because you did all this stuff. And I was like, God, I feel like I'm slacking. Like, I don't know what it's I It's not did. you, it's me. No, next time, this is what I'll do. And you can do the same thing. Just plan it. Don't tell her mm. anything. And then just be like, hey, <laughs> you're coming. And then enjoy yeah but, you know I, I don't even I don't know think she could she'll do interfere just I don't let think it, I just could I don't think she w- I don't think Bethany could do that <laughs> yeah the first time like Bethany said was like way we had m- more freedom because someone had planned everything so it's literally just like waking up being like all right point me in the direction I'm supposed to walk but I didn't mind it at all I think that that was like one of the mistakes in that first trip though was that I was treating it like a vacation yeah. And mm. not like a study abroad trip, you know? So before I went, I didn't know anything about Ireland aside from they had cool accents and I liked their music and they drank a lot of beer. But at the time, I didn't really drink a lot of beer. I just drank a lot of whatever. <laughs> and um, so we show up and I just was like there to hang out and take a vacation. And I don't remember large portions (laughs) of of that trip not because i blacked out but just because i cared so little about what we were doing like we toured these beautiful churches and went we had like a tour guide that drove us through like the countryside of ireland mary granger see i have uh, there's no no, way i I still follow her on or i did on facebook really yeah no, Mary Gibbons. That's her name. Oh. I was thinking Newgrange because she took us to Newgrange. Yeah. But yeah, her name's Mary Gibbons. Shout out. But I don't even know what I was doing on the bus. I was, I don't know. I was probably drunk. <laughs> I remember she got mad a lot because people were sleeping. And I was the old dude that, you know, me and Andy yeah. <laughs> were like the two old guys just being like, these freaking kids. Because, I mean, the water bottle that she was talking about, that girl literally just brought a water bottle on to the bus when we would take these tours. And it was straight vodka, and she would just start drinking. She just carried it around with her. Yeah, so casual. It was crazy. She doesn't remember parts of that trip. I'm sure. For sure. I don't know, Bethany. Sometimes people are like that, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, remember? And then I'm just like, who are you? Well, all these people we were with, they're so young that hangovers didn't even exist. No, yeah, they somehow 
you would get plastered <laughs> one day. Somebody would pass out, and then the next day they would literally wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and start mm-hmm. drinking again. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy for me to talk about stuff like this because I'm not that person. I don't really drink. You at barely all. drink at all. Okay, well, let's go into this because you have one of the better drinking stories that I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm a couple that from that trip. Okay, so was this our first night drinking that this happened? I think it was. I don't know if it was the first or the second night. No, I think it had to be the second because the first night we would have just passed out from the jet first lag. night was when the girl passed out in the bar and yes. we had to carry her home. Yeah, oh I had to carry her home. Yes, you had to carry her home. Um, this was the girl that carried around the water bottle, of course, mm. which. I ended up loving her and yeah, hanging out with person, her the yeah. whole time. She just, she had just an like problem at 19 years old. <laughs> she was just drinking a lot. And so, um, but the second night or maybe it was the first night, I don't know, but there was like a rec room in this hostel that we were staying at. And so we'd gone out, we gotten really, really drunk and like to this like club bar called Porter house. Mm-hmm. And we're buying like stupid shots I'm pretty sure one was called like a buttery nipple or something or like. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so we got really drunk. We came back. We were all hanging out in this rec room. And I drank a fair amount at this time in my life. But I was still, you know, a 20-year-old girl and didn't really know how to hold my alcohol. So we get back to this rec room. I'm sitting on a couch. And Kyle's playing pool, I think. Ping pong ping pong with some of the industrial design kids and you know when you get really drunk you kind of like start isolating yourself and you don't realize it but you sit alone or you stand in a corner alone like five minutes go by you're like i haven't said a word yeah or you just like (laughs) stare at something for a while well i just like have this memory of sitting on this couch and seeing the wall spin and staring at an outlet and telling myself the wall is not spinning. I'm, everything is stationary. Yeah. This is all made up in my brain. And Kyle sees me from across the room, obviously like <laughs> glaring at this outlet by myself. And there was not like a bathroom close by. So when you're in a hostel, you have a community bathroom. It's usually one per floor. Um, there's usually a girls and a guys. And the rec room was down a flight of stairs, up a flight of stairs, down the hallway from the bathroom. So significant ways away. And the girl's bathroom was on the other side of another hallway. So I'm sitting there staring at this outlet. Kyle sees me. He's like, hey, are you okay? And I was just like, I don't know. And I get up and I try to like sprint towards the bathroom. I'm pretty sure you just said no. Just said, said no. no, I'm not okay. Because <laughs> oh, I would have believed you just said, I, you know, I don't know. And you started walking off, but you were very adamant about the wall spinning. I assume I had not convinced myself the wall was not spinning. So <laughs> I get up and I like try to make it to the bathroom. And um, <laughs> Kyle's behind me. You're in front of me. Mm, you I were in front remember. of me. You yeah, were trying to lead was, me to yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, I think I was trying to show you to the bathroom. Yeah, because I didn't know where it was, and he obviously knew I was going to throw it. So we get to the, we get down the one staircase, up to the top of the other staircase, which are carpeted, by the way. <laughs> and up at the top of the second staircase, there's a little like side hallway right before you get to the door that leads to the next hallway. And I get to the top of the stairs, and apparently I'm done. <laughs> Kyle's and in I front hear, of me. I hear a noise. He hears a noise. And I'm just like, have turned to this little side alcove and I'm yakking my guts out all on this carpeted floor. <laughs> and Kyle, the, the nice friend that he is, just looks at me. And uh, what, what did you say to me? Pretty sure I just said, like, I'm not cleaning that up. Exactly. It's exactly <laughs> like, what go, you said. Let's go get you some rags because you're about to clean this mess up. Yes. 100% what Kyle said. He said, I'm not cleaning that I'm up. Pretty, I'm pretty queasy, so... Yeah, and he was also very drunk at this point. Mm, um, that, was a, that was a sobering moment <laughs> for sobering sure. Moment. <laughs> to hear that and look behind me and just go, oh boy. Yeah, it was not an easy cleanup. So then Kyle has me run back and forth to the bathroom to get to the tissue men's paper. Bathroom. To the men's bathroom. To get tissue paper to try to clean this up, <sighs> which I'm obviously terrible at cleaning because yeah. I'm plastered. <laughs> so I'm just like <laughs> smearing things around, mm. you know. And at one point, I just, like, give up. I'm like, I can't deal with this. And I go to the bathroom, to the men's bathroom, and proceed to 
lay on the floor in the bathroom stall and stay there for hours. Gross. (laughs) A lot of hours. Um, And Kyle's in there. Meanwhile, yes, I'm still with Bethany. He's there for a little bit. And then finally, I was so drunk that I was at that point where I said, just leave me here. Yeah, she gave me consent to go to bed. (laughs) I'm fine. Just leave me. I'm not going to get up. I just am going to live here in this on the bathroom floor. And I had accepted my fate and was going to live on this bathroom floor (laughs) until I realized it was the dude's bathroom. Well, I'm like laying on the toilet, you know, very drunk. Have my other hand on the ground for support. Mm. Guy comes into the stall next to me, who I believe was also drunk. Starts peeing, starts missing the toilet, and definitely sprays my hand with pee. But I'm, I can't do anything about it. I need the support from my hand that's on the ground. So I'm just sitting there watching this happen, laying on this toilet, thinking I'm going to die in this place, you know. I wasn't. I probably wasn't even as drunk as I've been in recent years. I just didn't know how to handle it at this point. So I'm just like laying here. Well, then all the girls that were in our group found out that Kyle had just left me in the men's bathroom. <laughs> that was the story that then went around was that I had left her in the he bathroom. abandoned me in the bathroom, which wasn't the case. I told him to leave, you know. I, yeah, because at this point it's like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like, it's late. It's real late. Or early. And um, so the next thing I remember is just like four girls coming in and be like, Bethany, Bethany, where are you? Finding me in the bathroom, scooping me up off the floor, somehow getting me back to the bed, and then everyone just hated Kyle. Immediately scolding me, yes. <laughs> so that was mistake number one. I guess my mistake was I didn't, when we started going to get the tissue paper, I just thought, you know, we were going to clean it up. I didn't know there's going to be, and there obviously should have been more aftermath of you puking more of your brains out. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when we went to the bathroom, that was like, my conscience was like, okay, it's just the bathroom. Like, she's in the bathroom. That's great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I heard that you got pissed on that I was like, great. I'm the guy that left this girl to get R. Kelly'd in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then to top it all off, we found out the next day that there's security cameras oh, everywhere oh, in this hostel. This. Yeah. The people at the front desk had watched all of this happen from the oh. security oh my cameras. God. You just now finding this <laughs> I out? I didn't know that. We should go get it. Well, I don't know where that hostel is. Kinley House. I mean, I know where it is, too, but that was seven years ago. They got it somewhere. Okay. So, yeah, that was all. That was me painting a picture of myself in Ireland. Yeah. For the rest of the trip. Day one. Yeah. Or two. Day one or two. It really People was early like, on. But I was glad here. It, it definitely set the precedent for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Because we were talking earlier. It was just like, pictures are like all I really have. Not so, much, drunk not so much memories. Yeah, I don't have memories. I mean, there was there. We did a lot of stuff too. It was like a lot to fill into what ten days. Well, it's also true. Like when you're traveling at that time and that age, you don't retain things in the same way that you do now. Yeah, and you just don't realize what an experience it is to be in a place like that and mm-hmm. to like take it all in. Well, to her point, like when you've got freedom like that, there's yeah. you travel differently, but you're also traveling with. 30 other people who right. also have this freedom because we had some drama queens on that trip. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't really get along with girls naturally anyway, just a flaw in my personality, I guess, but dramatic ones are worse. And, um, there was definitely some clashes. Yeah. I got in trouble, not in trouble, but I got, uh, verbally abused, I guess for making spaghetti without butter. Yeah. Uh, and then I got verbally abused for like defending him and yeah. then we got in like a bitch match I don't mm-hmm. know what else to describe it as me and this girl that were there basically she said that she you're supposed to boil butter with your noodles which I now do because you don't want to get yelled at I know <laughs> and she's right like it did make it a little bit better but, but in my defense I was like who what Plus, we're in another country. Like, they literally just gave us, like, 30 minutes to go to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, grabbing shit. Because I'm like, what are we going to make? Because we had to cook for, like, There's like 10, 10 people. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. We made spaghetti that night. We made, like, we had to make, like, three pots of spaghetti. Because, of course, the, we were in this tiny town of, like, maybe 50 houses. Maybe. It was it's called Ballybon. Ballybon, yeah. 
There's like one whiskey bar. Yeah, that's whiskey only- bar, a restaurant called Monks. It and was like a corner pretty store. much a fishing village. And they had a bird sanctuary, I think. Yeah. But these houses Random. were adorable. I mean, they, they were, like were thatch roof. Yeah, they're huts. quintessential mm-hmm. like Ireland from back in the day. Like, like you're burning peat moss in the Yeah, you had to burn and... shit to like stay warm. It was really cool. But their kitchens only had like, I mean, either the little thing, little electric kettles mm-hmm. or like a tiny little saucepan. So it's it crazy. And then that girl wanted to bring up freaking butter. It was just that she approached it in a I know more than you because I went to prep school kind of way. Cool. Like, no, she went to boarding school. That's what it was. Like, I know more than you because I'm cultured and you're not. It was dramatic. And I was like, I'm cooking for you. (laughs) Go sit down and drink your wine, which we did. Yeah. Drink a lot of wine. I. I didn't really make any mistakes. I did. I mean, I think I was a proxy of you for the rest of the trip. Yeah. I kept a watchful eye on Bethany. Well, I made many more. Also, Bethany hung out with like the girl I had the biggest crush on. So like that was a plus. Yeah. Me and this girl, we were not friends before we went. We were not friends when we got back. But for some reason on this trip, we both were there to have a good time. And we were going to do it together because we didn't hate each other. And yeah, so yeah. we were like inseparable. Y'all had the best fun, girl? probably. No. Mm-hmm. This was a girl that actually was in graphic design with Devin us. Devin Allegri, shout out. Yeah. I, Watkins. She's Devin Watkins now. See, yeah. I know too much about girls that I've had crushes on. This is, <laughs> this is so lame. She lives at the beach. She's sure you want cool. this in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so me and her we were like hanging out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle had this like major crush on her. And so he was just. Like, Only while we were there around. because. She definitely was, like, clinging a little. Yeah. I think just because I was the oldest guy, though. Mm. And Andy was, he had a weird mustache or something. I don't know. <laughs> no. Did he have a girlfriend? Maybe. I think he had a girlfriend. I definitely <laughs> didn't have a girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> there was something. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think maybe he had a girlfriend. But also. But Devin was all over that Alex guy, too. Well, they, they her ex one of her ex-boyfriends was there. Oh, that's right. They had dated previously. All right. So, see, this could be my mistake. I went into that. I approached that all wrong. <laughs> How'd you approach it? You can tell us more. Uh, I mean, we got back, and I was like, I'm in love. When it's I should have been like. Yo, this girl is crazy. She's not crazy, but like Bethany said, like we, uh, everyone was in a different element in mm-hmm. Ireland. And then we all get back and like life goes on. Yeah, it just like went back to normal. Like because she was in a sorority and I definitely wasn't in that crowd. And so I got back and was like, mm. yeah, I'm pretty sure you wrote her a song. I wrote her a song. Yep. Yeah. I got her. I gave her flowers multiple times. Yeah. And I oh. kept driving by and seeing them on the porch and. <laughs> Did not pan out for that's Kyle. where the song that's came so from. Sad. Yeah, great lesson to learn though, really. Because yeah. this time I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she is kind of involved in my second major mistake from this trip. Um, also involves alcohol. After we'd gone to this small, tiny town, um, that's where we were leaving from to come back to America. And you know, we'd been drunk the whole time, and so the last night we were there. We had to leave the next day at 4 a.m. or something ridiculous where it was like too early to like set an alarm to wake up if you're staying up late. And so we just decided together, oh, we're going to stay up all night, hang out with the industrial design kids, get wasted, and then we'll just get on the bus and come home and sleep. Sounds like a great idea to me. Pretty much what you did, too. A (laughs) hundred percent. So all the other graphic design kids, as good human beings that they were went to sleep had a quiet night and me and Devin went and got really really drunk with all the ID kids and we made a pact like oh we're not gonna leave each other's side this whole night we're gonna make sure that we make it you know well you get drunk enough you don't remember any of those things and I remember leaving her she was laying on the grass with this guy that she had known and they were like looking at the stars or something like silly drunk, not like romantic, but some, just something silly. And I didn't want to do that. So I just looked at her. It was probably 2.30 or 3. It's like, okay, I'm going to go back to my house 
and hang out with this other person. Are you good? Am I going to see you in an hour? She's like, yeah, I'm great. So I leave, go back to my house. Well, I get back to my house and (laughs) it's like right at 4 a.m. I'm in the house next to mine. So like I hadn't packed any of my stuff. I was still really, really drunk. I'm in the house next to mine. I see what time it is. It's like five minutes till 4 a.m. I get out of my house, start run or out of the house I was in, start running to the house that I was staying at where all my stuff was. I see the bus is coming for us. Yeah, we left at like 4.30 that morning. Yeah, I see the bus is coming. I had not packed. So I like run into my house, so drunk, start throwing things in a suitcase. I left a bunch of stuff there, like shoes, jewelry, all of it, because I'm just like throwing stuff in a suitcase, trying to get it zipped. Everyone is like just waking up, you know, judging me because the state that I was in, trying to pack. I'm sure it was a sight to see. I can only imagine. Um, so I get all my stuff and I get on the bus and I'm like, okay, I made it. Great. Here I am. We're going back to America. Awesome. Well, then we had to drive to the other side of this tiny town to pick the rest of the people up. And Devin was over there and everyone starts loading in and like, wait, well, where's Devin? And somebody says, well, Bethany was with her. She's the last person that saw her. Well, where did you see her, Bethany? I was like, oh, well, I left her in the grass. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> A while ago, (laughs) but she said she was fine. So, you know, whatever. Nobody knows where she is. Deductive reasoning tells us, oh, the last person we saw her with was this guy. She's most likely with this guy. Well, they're staying in another house. They had locked all their doors, locked all their windows when they went to sleep. No way into the house. They're all asleep. So we ended up having to break into this house Somebody climbs in a window, scoops her out of a bed yeah. with this other person, carries her out of the door just like while she's still asleep and just sets her on the bus next to me. She wakes up about 10 minutes later. She was tiny too. She was like, she's like four, eight. Yeah. She's I'm a like tiny just a being. tiny, tiny, tiny person. <laughs> Sits her down on the bus next to me. She wakes up about 10 minutes later while we're driving to the airport and it's like a two-hour drive because oh, yeah. we're across the island so back roads too it was not fun yeah so she wakes up and she looks at me and she says where are we going i said Devin, we're going back to america I said no we're not like oh yes we are we were on a bus and everyone on the bus hates us <laughs> <laughs> and we show up at the airport still both very very drunk does she have her bags yes she had pre-packed so she oh, was, she was smart. She was smart. I did not do that, but she was smart. She'd prepacked. Somebody had already loaded her stuff on the mm. bus. So then we show up at the airport. Um, there was a lot of like good Christian people on this trip who were really judging us very hard and wouldn't help us. And were mad at us because we were making a lot of racket and like laughing and, and all that. And we get to the airport and we're having to fill out like customs forms. Like, mm. Did you buy anything? Did you walk in dirt anywhere? You know, if you bought something, how much does it cost? And we cannot even like read this piece of paper. So we're just like huddled together. Just like, what does this say? What does this mean? (laughs) Do you know how to do this? No. Okay. I do. I do remember y'all being weird. Y'all like, are they going to know? That we're drunk, and I think y'all thought that like you could get in trouble for that. I thought they were gonna like kick us, not <laughs> let us on our flight because we were both drunk. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was still hungover, and that's that was one of the places that I had a beer at six a.m. was at the airport. Yeah, because we had to wait to like go through customs. I was just like, "That's a draft." And there's a guy in a work shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we made it onto the plane. Then when we got to, I don't know where we flew into New Jersey. New Jersey. Newark. Um, my bag got selected to be randomly searched. Probably because it looked like shit. Like it was just Probably. Thrown together. <laughs> I had not put that together until now, but that's definitely what happened. Probably wasn't zipped all the way. Yeah. Um, and I had bought a bottle of Jameson for Jeff at the Jameson factory. Well, I was not 21 yet. That was legal in Ireland, right. but in the United States, they were like, why do you have this? Yeah. This is illegal. And so I had to find someone else's bag to put that in that was over 21. And then I had a pair of shoes that were dirty. Apparently you can't bring soil from another country. (laughs) And so in this random search, they threw away my shoes because they were dirty. I never saw those again. I did not know that. Yeah. They confiscated them because they had mud on them. So what did you, did you go buy shoes? 
it was just like on the way back. So I was wearing shoes, obviously. No. This was just another pair of shoes that I brought with okay, me. Okay. They were in her bag. They were in my bag. And they oh, found them okay. and they were dirty because like, we'd walked through like mud. And like, oh, this is soil from another country. You can't have this. So they threw my shoes away. So we made it back miraculously. But it was a total mistake. We should have never done that. Yeah. We should have never stayed up all night. I definitely should have pre-packed. At least Devin did that. <laughs> And then, you know, I felt terrible all the way back. I'm pretty sure I had an ear infection, too. Oh. It was, it was rough. The trip home was rough. And then Jeff, my husband, worked offshore at the time. And so I hadn't seen him in a month, probably. And I show up back at the airport. I haven't slept in two days, nor showered. I'm pretty sure my face was, like, broken out the whole thing. I did not smell good. I looked disgusting. And he's there to pick me up at the airport, and he noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a, uh, honey, you're beautiful anyway kind of moment. Uh, so those are the big ones for me. Yeah. I definitely had a mistake, though, talking to someone that I shouldn't, well, not shouldn't have, but um, it just didn't work out when we were there. I think you were there for this. We were in the top of Porterhouse. So Porterhouse was a bar that had three levels. But in the middle was, so on the second floor, and in the middle of like this empty column, which I guess used to be an elevator or something, they had built a stage. It was a really tiny stage. But essentially like one person could walk out there and play mm-hmm. music, and all three floors could see them. Uh-huh. It was really cool. So we were there. We were on the top floor. And I think whatever had been playing had stopped and they switched to like dance music or house music or something. And there were these French girls. So we were at a table. I remember the French girls. And there were these French girls sitting like kind of close to us. And, uh, I'd had just enough liquid encouragement to be like, Hey, should I go? I mean, this girl was like classic French. Like she had a striped black and white shirt. Yes. I so remember Black straight hair. Um, probably a beret. Probably. Yeah. Red beret. (laughs) Uh, but I was like, Bethany, should I go ask her to dance? And I do not do that ever. Like, no, Kyle doesn't really dance. <laughs> I did. I, I started dancing a lot more when we started going to Sky Bar more often. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that just happens. But, um, yeah, up to this point, that was not Mm-mm. my forte. But again, you're in this magical place and just. No rules. Something just comes over you and you're like, I'm going to go ask this French girl to dance. I don't even know how to casually dance to usher like i'm sure (laughs) usher was playing that's what i remember about every club we went to is that they played music that was like popular i don't know like five years you know from when we were there i don't remember that so like ushers yeah was playing i was like what that still plays i'm yeah you're right it's a banger but no so i go over to her and i i say like (laughs) would you like to dance fully knowing that she might not speak speak english English. Mm. and she just goes no y'all and, oh. <laughs> and she kind of they all they like it was a uh i don't know like looking back on it it was very like a playful rejection but it still That's was just like this yeah, got me yeah i had two um incidences where i was just like fuck me and my voice <laughs> yeah you have a pretty southern accent the other too. one was at the whiskey bar in ballyvon mm. she said what maybe 10 times and i was like oh you're making fun of what i'm saying Mm. we went there last time we went and actually had a really great conversation with the woman that was yeah i don't get offended by it necessarily because i know i've got like a thick ass accent but i'm sure it's also because you were a child yes probably (laughs) ordering whiskey yeah yeah and she was like what and i was like i kept saying it i can't remember what i was trying to order and uh, finally, like, I got it. She was, like, laughing every time she'd ask me, and I'd repeat it. And I was like, oh, this is a game where I keep repeating <laughs> this in the funny accent that I have so that you can hear it. And, yeah. After that, she told me that she was like, yeah, I've seen uh, Sweet Home Alabama once with Reese Witherspoon. And I was like, yeah, that's me, actually. That's, I embody that movie <laughs> so much. But those were my only mistakes in Ireland. I, yeah. Babysitting You was... Not oh a mistake God. at all. It wasn't a mistake. It made our friendship stronger. Definitely. That's I've why also we're seen still you, friends. I've also seen you throw up, throw up a lot. You're probably the only person I hang out with now that has witnessed that. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Mm. What a bonding I was moment. a different person. <laughs> Kyle only witnessed. Okay, so you guys are going back to Ireland and you're going to be there for St. Patrick's Day. Yes. What is it like over there or is it not a big deal? It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. But it's a different National kind holiday. of big deal. It's Got like it. um, St. Like Patrick's Christmas? Day to them is about the level of 4th of July to us. Well, okay, so I didn't know this, but it's a religious holiday too. So it would be like, it's like even more Christmas for them or for us, for them. Yeah, but it's not like this cultural No, not anymore. Thing. It's no, like um, people celebrate it like, hey, this is our national thing. But yeah. Chicago celebrates St. Yeah, Patrick's Savannah Day has a significantly more. than mm-hmm. and, and Dublin, the closer you get to St. Patrick's Day in Dublin, the more touristy it is. Yeah. You know, like that's what we're not going to be in Dublin for St. Patrick's Day this time. Um, we're going to be in Cork, which is still a city, but it's not going to be as touristy because, you know, when the whole world knows your country for one day of the year, they're going to show up on that day, you know, and that's where the airport is, is Dublin and Cork. And, you know, so it's a different experience. Um, people drink all day long there every day. So yeah, that drinking's not any different. It's not like the party, party, party that like, it's on a Monday, right? I believe so. Yes. It's essentially just like an extra day off, like it would Mm -hmm. be if it was... um, And they do parades. Yeah. You know, the different cities do parades, and um, some of them are more extravagant than others. Last time we were there for St. Patrick's Day, we were in this uh, town called Galway, and that's like a port town up in the northwest. Well, Mm -hmm. like mid... Yeah. Midwest, kind of. Um and they have a university there, so there's a high concentration of students. Mm-hmm. So they had a parade, and it was a pretty big deal. But on St. Patrick's Day, me and Kyle ended up hanging out with different people, and I ended up in an American-themed bar oh. in an Irish city it was on coyote, St. Patrick's Day. Coyote Ugly, right? It was, like I, coyote it was ugly either themed. called that or themed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them in the parade. They yeah. had a police car that looked like the Blues Brothers, and then... <laughs> cheerleaders or something yeah and (laughs) the way they got us into the bar was because there was like this courtyard in the city kind of in the middle of their like town city center or whatever and they were recruiting people to come to their bar and there was somebody out there asking people if they wanted free shots Mm -hmm. and so somebody had asked us like do you guys want free shots and of course we're like poor college kids who want to drink our life away it's like yes of course we want i'm so sad i missed that because i would have gone to that bar so i ended up with like four people that i only kind of knew on saint patrick's day and they enticed us with like some sort of lime green sugar shot that probably didn't have any alcohol in it whatsoever (laughs) you know um so this time i think it's going to be more intentional on saint patrick's day and cork they have a parade but it's cork is a really small town or, no, it's a small city. It is 100% a city, but it's a lot smaller than Dublin is. So, we're It's s- a lot smaller, but it's the second largest. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, It is still a city. But which, Dublin is huge. Dublin is massive. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't... You couldn't get from one side like of Dublin their par- I bet their parade is on par with like Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like, just insane theatrics. The parade probably goes like miles. Yeah. And I think in Cork, it's like 100 yards. <laughs> <laughs> The length of the town. Yeah. <laughs> and and Ireland's weird, too. They have this toll system um, on their major highways, not on little roads, but, like, if you're going across the country, um, it's all digital. And they have that in the States, too. Mm-hmm. But in Ireland, when you're driving a rental car, you know, sometimes you don't think, oh, I need to go pay this digital ticket that's attached to this rental car. Right. I guess this is a mistake <laughs> I could definitely talk about. Um so we had this car and on the sign you drive underneath it, it says go online to this website to pay X amount of dollars for this toll. You have 24 hours to pay it. Okay. Well, if you don't pay it in 24 hours, they just like mail you a ticket to your address and you pay it then. Well, if you have a rental car, they mail it to the rental car company and then the rental car company charges you six months later for like quadruple the amount that the oh, ticket no. was for. So we ended up paying over a hundred dollars last oh. time we went to Ireland because 
we had all these tickets that we would like pass underneath the digital thing and we could have gone online and paid it on this website or whatever. Yeah. And we would say, okay, when we get to our Airbnb, we're going to get on Wi-Fi and we're going to pay it. And then we would totally forget. We didn't, it would just totally empty out of our mind until we ran under another toll bridge. Like, yeah. oh shit, we did not pay our freaking toll last time, you know? And at that point you just have to wait. Yeah. Once you've missed the 24 hour window, you just wait. And then they take all of your money. Jeez. So one of my mistakes pertains to on St. Patrick's Day in Mobile a couple years ago, um, you know, they found that leprechaun mm-hmm. and that viral video went. Wait, th- I thought that that wasn't on St. Patrick's Day though, right? I think it was. I thought it was just like a random viral video where they thought there was a leprechaun I'm telling myself it was around St. Patrick's Day because like that. So Mobile, one thing about them, I'm sure New Orleans is the same way, is that like when they have a holiday to celebrate, they do a parade. So, like, whether it's Mother's Day or whatever, like, the parade is their thing. Mm. So, that's why I assumed it was St. Patrick's Day because, like, obviously people have been drinking and someone saw a leprechaun. So, anyways, okay, so do y'all know what this video is? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It happened in Mobile. It was, I consider it, like, the first viral video, really, because I remember the website was called E-Bombs World. E-Bombs World. And you would go there to, like, it was, I mean, we didn't have YouTube, so, like, you went there to watch these, like, crazy viral videos, and, like, none of them were ever, um, like, like shifty five. Yeah, there wasn't, like, vulgar stuff on there as far as, like, I mean, there was still, like, mess up stuff on the internet, but E-Bombs World wasn't the place you were like going to find stupid it. meme yes, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was essentially that. But that's where I got that content, and so I was on my family's computer watching this video, laughing my ass off, and... I call my mom in the room, like, Mom, you got to watch this video. It's so funny, and it happened in Mobile, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so she watches it, and we're laughing. And then I didn't think anything of it, and, you know, I go about my night, I guess. And I was, this was, I was probably like 13 or 14 at the time. Go to school the next day, come back home. And I was always on the computer, like, when I was that age. I was either making stuff or burning CDs or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a post-it note on the screen, and the computer's off. And I was like, oh, okay. And it the post-it note said, like, come see me when you get off school. And it was from my mom. So I just thought, okay, the computer's busted or something. That's why it's off. And mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to turn it back on. So I wait all day for her to get off work. And she comes home. And she's, like, in that mood, you know, where you're like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. And she immediately, like, puts all her stuff down. She's like, hey, can we talk? And I was like, uh, okay, yeah. She's like, let's go to the computer. And so I was like, oh, whew, okay, yeah, it's just, it's just like something's wrong. And no, it's not wrong. The screen had just been turned off. So she turns the screen on, and she's on E-Bombs World. And the video she has pulled up is like John Mayer made a, um, he like made a parody video of the Two Girls, One Cup oh, video. No. And it's oh, hilarious. No. It's so funny. I think it's with Dave Chappelle or somebody. It was John Mayer and somebody else and... So, of course, it's like a really suggestive video mm-hmm. because, you know, they're making fun of. Yeah, but if you don't know that other video so exists. Exactly. And if, no, my mom to this day will never know that video exists. Good. I've never watched it either. I just. I haven't either. Mm. I've just heard about it. But I knew about it. And so she's like pulled that up on the computer and I'm just like so confused. She's like, I uh, stayed up last night and perused the website you were on. And me and your father do not approve. And I'm just thinking like, oh, my God, what did they watch? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they just thought that, like, I, this was my website that I went to. And all this stuff I'd watched was, of course, like, probably horrible to them. Mm-hmm, but, you know, half that stuff was hilarious to me. Um, so, yeah, I got grounded for, like, a week for <laughs> showing my mom the uh, leprechaun, leprechaun video. video. Wow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The other incident... Um, surrounding St. Patrick's Day was my mom always went like the extra mile. She was like that mom with like lunches or breakfast or whatever. All the time. So yeah, she'd send us to school with that. And one thing she always did, especially for like Valentine's, Mardi Gras, um, St. Patrick's Day was she would just make breakfast fun. So like Mm -hmm. Valentine's you get heart shaped Mm -hmm. pancakes or pink milk because she knows she'd have food coloring. And one St. Patrick's Day, she did green eggs and ham, and we had green milk. And, like, me and my sister were, like, we loved it. We were just like, yeah, this is so cool. 
And I knew where she kept all the stuff to make that. It was oh, like no. in her little baking uh-huh. area. So little old me is like, I'm going to turn all my food green today. So I found the green food coloring, which, you know, they're like little tiny little bottles, little vials almost. Yep. almost. And I don't know, I'm probably like eight or nine. I just am like, yeah, I'm just going to douse it on my food and like it'll turn green, right? And like I'll turn my Coke green or whatever drink I get. Yeah. So put it in my bag, go to school. Lunch was at like, you know, 12 or whatever. And I get to lunch and I'm so excited. I like rip up in my bag and this thing has like oh, opened. No. Oh, so my entire, no. my books, everything are just green, green. dark green. Oh, no. And, uh, I was I got in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> That's the not worst. only because, you know, I stole something. I guess you know that was like rule number one: don't take don't take stuff that like you're not supposed to. Rule number two: uh, how are you gonna pay for these books? You eight or nine year old little. That's prick? the real reason yeah. parents get mad <laughs> yeah. when yeah. kids waste their money. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason oh, yeah. why kids get in trouble, <laughs> or they make a mess that the parents gonna have to clean up well just yeah they were essentially gonna have to buy me a new backpack my clothes got ruined oh yeah because i didn't know it but i'd had the backpack on so it like see that's how we found out is it was i had like green oh. on my back mm-hmm. yeah i did not have any green lunch that day <laughs> that's so sad <laughs> we gotta think some stuff to shout out this irish um Kevin, shout out section okay so there's a tweed shop that we're gonna go to it's called mm-hmm. Kevin and Howlin. Do you remember where it is? Yeah, it's at the end of Grafton Street. So look them up on Facebook. You can order tweed like from them. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to go there and like look at hats. And I have a tie from there. Um, I remember going in there. So yeah, you buy that tie. that's awesome. What else? Green Spot was my favorite whiskey. I'm pretty sure you can get it here. But it's... Literally, the label has a green dot on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm not a big whiskey drinker. I think that's something that I maybe don't appreciate about Ireland as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember they have this beer called Fruly, and it's basically just strawberry soda that's alcoholic. <laughs> and let me tell you, that first trip we went on as a young college girl wanting to get Wasted on alcohol. <laughs> Fruly was yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ordered one last time we went because that does not sound appealing now. It's like bright pink. And one other kind of funny thing that happened when we were there in college was there was a couple girls in our group that thought it would be a good idea to steal glasses from all the pubs and uh, clubs we went to so like if they ordered a drink and it came in like a funky beer glass or something yeah. cool they would just put it in their purse and take it home well we got to the end of the trip and this one girl had like 20 glasses and they didn't fit in her suitcase and so she had stolen all these glasses and she ended up just like leaving them in the hostel because oh. she was like what do you think you're gonna do travel back to america yeah. with 20 glasses was that emily stinson it was like her and Devin and probably a couple other people too. And it's weird thinking back now. I stole the glass. You just had the one though. The you one, didn't have yeah. 20. It was a Guinness glass. I had to have it. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But thinking back on this now, I would say probably half of the people we went with now have children, which is like a weird thought process. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Nothing. Neither of us have changed so much from nope. seven years ago. Just more anxiety. Yeah, more, more anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> you know how to drink better. Yeah, we make a little bit more money. Yeah, yeah. a little, a mm-hmm. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we did both end up kind of doing similar things, though, which I think is interesting. Being like freelancers. Yep. Well, that's the reason we're able to go back. I think. I know. I, I feel like that's a big reason I could never go back to working like a n- typical yeah. job. Is yeah. that. I really enjoy having the freedom to decide what my life looks like. And traveling is a big part of that. I mean, people, when they think about traveling, if you don't travel, you think about traveling as this expensive, luxurious Mm -hmm. thing that only people that have all the money in the world can do. And you could make it that way. It depends on how you travel Mm -hmm. and what your expectation of 
traveling is. And I think that also it's changed a lot with the invention of things like Airbnb and like these cheap flight things that like before, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, up until that point, traveling was something that only people that could hire a travel agency could do, you know, now we have the internet and we can literally plan a trip the same way on your phone. You don't even need a computer. Use apps. I mean, you don't even have to have a rental car now you just use uber and all these other countries and use airbnb which you prepay for and you do all the communication through the app yeah. and like it's so much easier than people think it is that i wish that's like one of my main messages in life is like i want people to see how easy traveling yeah. is you don't have to make it complicated in order to go and see the world and the world is really big yeah and it's easy to get to i think one thing too though is that a lot of people are just sworn to this idea that like, Oh, I, I got to take vacation days. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can't go. And like, I know people now who haven't figured out where they're just like, okay, I'll just burn paydays. Yeah. Cause I want to travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always have like mad it's about what's those people. important to you. Yeah. I think a lot of people that work traditional jobs though, don't think they can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, I'm not getting it paid depends for the days on that I take off. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Freelance is even worse because you you are sac- you don't have paid vacation no. at all. You That's gotta, what I told Caroline nothing. the other day. She was like, "How can you? How are you affording this?" And I was like, "Well, I'm essentially paying for myself to go, and I will eventually be paying the government for not working those days that yep. you know we're going to be gone." Yeah. And you 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 just got to bust your ass before you go, and then when you get back, you got to hit the ground running. There's no buy, like chicken spicy ramen and eat <laughs> yeah. it for about a month yeah i mean it's just about what you spend your money on you know yeah. we were talking to a friend the other day and she was asking us how you afford this and it's really just what are your priorities yeah. you know i don't buy shoes on a regular basis yeah, i don't spend money on things like getting my hair done or my nails done or Same. any of that i buy clothes when i need to replace something that is ruined yeah. you know and then yeah. That way I have money saved up to where if I want to spend it on an experience, I'm 100% going to do that. that is going to last you so much longer than that cute outfit that you wore one time. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, this is my third time to Ireland. I'll probably go back a countless number of times because it's a different type of travel. I think that's why I'm going back because it's just like the place that I was like, okay, this is a return trip like Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm going when I'm still, like, if I'm 70, going, like, 70th birthday, yeah. let's go to Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. They can accommodate old people, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They got a lot of them. Yeah. They can. And it's funny. I think we, me and you, Kyle, were talking, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago about travel. And you're like, hey, let's go somewhere for my 30th birthday. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe so. And you're like, okay, but 2019 we got to go back to Ireland and then we made it happen. No way. Yeah. I mean, just casually, I don't think we weren't like hundred percent serious, but we did have a conversation about it. Maybe a couple of years ago. I definitely remember saying almost specifically like for St. Patrick's day. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it prior to us planning the trip and that's probably subconsciously why so easily you jumped on board. Like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that. You know? I also think I jumped on board because uh, the FOMO would have killed me. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the last time you went, I was just like, I am just going to stay off my phone. And Yeah. Well, okay, wait. We should do a synopsis of what people should do in Ireland, right? Go to Dublin. Go to the Guinness Storehouse. Like, Guinness see, Storehouse is amazing. Yeah, go do that. It's really touristy, but it's worth it. Um, Book of Kells is really cool. It's like one of the oldest... It is really, really cool. I would say if you're not into art history that you might find it a little bit boring, but it's pretty significant. Is it attached to the the Trinity College? Yes, it's in the Do Trinity you get to College go to the, Library. You, okay, yeah. It's in the basement of the library. Okay. So Trinity College was like, it's this library that's been in like Star Wars and The Harry Brazen Potter, Head, sure. which it's a pub in Dublin. I don't think you went there. I've been there, yeah. You went there? Um, Brazen Heads. Well, Stag's Head is another one. Well, Stag's Head is in downtown Dublin. Brazen Head was kind of like out past the Guinness Storehouse. We had to mm. walk a long way to get there, but it's one of the oldest pubs in Ireland. Mm. Um, Stag's Head is really cool because it's kind of in a back alley, but like if you're walking down the main street, there's like a tile 
mosaic yeah. mosaic mosaic stag in the concrete was just like an arrow yeah, you would pointing never down it. an alley yeah. which is pretty awesome and then galway there's amazing fish and chips yeah what's that place mcdonald's mcdonald's yeah um Jeff talks about that on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, we'll be going back there, I think. Dingle Peninsula. I cannot recommend it enough. Kyle hasn't been there yet. Yeah, there's a lot of this trip that I haven't done that I'm stoked about. It's cool. one of my favorite places I've ever been to. I mean, you're driving in the car and it feels like, a, you know, a movie. You're driving these curvy, windy roads and waterfalls on either side of you. You've got a waterfall on the right and then like fog coming over the mountain and then a cliff on your left and you're driving on this tiny road that only has enough room for one car and then you come upon another car and you have to like squeeze past each other and there's sheep everywhere and you're like looking, coming around this mountain and you're looking over the Irish Sea and there's islands out there and then there's like, you know, a church on the top of an island in the middle of the Irish Sea and I mean, it's just the most... uh, like scenic drive I've ever had. The most scenic thing they have is probably the Cliffs of Moher, which mm-hmm. is like, I think it was in Harry Potter, maybe. It was where one of the Horcruxes were. This is terrible. Remember. This is how I reference everything. But <laughs> it was, it's beautiful. It just shows that it's such a scenic place right. that we have to film yeah. movies at. Ireland's there. like, oh my God. You could just make so many beautiful movies there. Mm-hmm. Wish us luck. <laughs> Get oh it. god Get it. <laughs> i think we're going somewhere where luck is kind of all around right it better be i didn't have any well never mind <laughs> <laughs> this is a mistake sometimes you sit down for dinner and you make breakfast it's a business, it's a-